Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest edition of the Skewed and Reviewed Skewedcast. I'm Gareth, Greater Skewed and Reviewed, and I'm joined, as always, with Justin and Michael, and we are happy to be back. We had a bit of a crazy week last week with conventions, the holidays, all kinds of things going on in life, and so we just, uh, by the time we got to the end of the week, it was still getting tricky to uh, get everything in, so we just decided to... Uh, skip and go into Sunday. And uh, part of that was also there were some things this week that we wanted to include and we, you know, last week being a holiday, uh, the week after the holiday week, we just decided it was better to combine things. So you can catch us online at sknr.net and we cover all things movies, games, television, pop culture, travel, entertainment, and more. You can also catch us at Pinal, P-I-N-A-L central.com, keyword skewed. That is the network of 12 papers in 21 markets. Uh, we've got some uh, video, we do the video game reviews for them. We've had a couple of our recent ones posted uh, just now, so you can check those out. You can catch me each week on KSWFM Radio's BJ Shea's Geek Nation, which is an intercom station that broadcasts in the Pacific Northwest, is syndicated, uh, covered through apps, downloads, and we also have the simulcast on our page. And last but not least, we of course have our um, quarterly magazine, Skewed and Reviewed the Magazine, which you can get at Barnes & Noble's, Magster, MagCloud, Flipster, and others. And what we're going to do today is we're going to talk about some of the gaming events of the week. We talked about Star Wars Celebration last week, uh, but let me catch you up on a few products before we uh, get going. So first off, as you may know, The Boys is available on uh, Amazon Prime right now. The first three episodes have dropped. And uh, new episodes will drop each week. I've been fortunate that I have an advanced um, press access to it. So I'm already on episode seven right now. Looking forward to wrapping up the season soon and then uh, seeing what's to come with the series. But if you are a fan of the over-the-top action comedy, bloody mayhem, I mean, there's some absolutely beyond gross stuff this season. And you go you know, straight from shocking... Uh, laughter to absolute disgust all in the same scene but it, it's been fantastic you definitely want to check it out if you are into horror there's an interesting collection available called the dread x collection 5 and what this is is a um, collection of 12 twisted short form video games that are uh, horror themed obviously and they're uh, from various indie developers so you know, knowing as such, you have to take this into um, into your mindset because it's not going to be state-of-the-art graphics. It's not going to be state-of-the-art gameplay. It's concept over uh, substance. So uh, you get all the games. It's got a $9.99 price. So if you're into uh, indie games and horror games, you definitely will want to check out the Dread X5 collection. Another thing that's come out that uh, arrived just the other day, I was really surprised over this one, is Funko has got a brand new themed board game out and it's for Disney's Big Thunder Mountain. So if you're a fan of the attraction, which is absolutely one of my favorites at the park, you will wanna check this out as you go on this crazy adventure. And the last two couple of things I wanted to mention were some things coming out from Warner Brothers Home Entertainment. So first off, there's King Tweety where you have Tweety and Sylvester in a brand new adventure. It also comes with three bonus cartoons. So uh, who doesn't like Tweety Bird and Sylvester? That's always a classic. 
HBO's Succession. They have the complete third season out on home video. And uh, if you like intense drama and such, that's a good thing to definitely check out. And of course, coming out this week is Teen Titans Go! The um, Superhero Girls Mayhem in the Multiverse. So of course, if you like the Teen Titans, you definitely are gonna wanna check that out. It is due out this week, and it looks like it's gonna be something uh, fantastic. So uh, actually, it's, it's out already. When I, I meant this week, I was looking at the order dates, so like if you order it now, you can have it uh, by tomorrow, but it came out on May 24th. So, gentlemen, we had an interesting week of uh, game news and movie news and so on and so forth. But let's start off with the recent Sony showcase. And um, the news out of that was heavy on stuff for the PSVR 2, but surprisingly did not actually show anything about the PSVR 2 in terms of the unit and when it's coming out. But we saw games that were coming for it. So, uh, Justin, why don't you start us off? What did you make of this? Yeah, so overall, I think the state of play was was really good in terms of, um, you know, uh, yeah, sometimes you get lucky and, like, a lot of the stuff that's shown in these, these shows are kind of, like, geared towards uh, <laughs> towards yourself, like, uh, you know, things that, that you're really interested in. And I, I think this this show had a lot in it that uh, really uh, appealed to me specifically. So, obviously, a, re- or a remake of Resident Evil 4, um, you know, Capcom has sort of been on a stride with Resident Evil. It's definitely one of their strongest franchises right now. Um, you know, as you had mentioned, they also showed a, a VR version of uh, Resident Evil 8 um, on PSVR 2. Uh, that also looked pretty good. Um, you know, the Resident Evil 2 remake uh, was in, was incredible. One of my favorite games the last several years. So if it's the same team doing that, um, I'm I'm definitely really looking forward to Resident Evil 4, which is uh, among my top favorite games of, of all time. Um, you know the the one uh and beyond that you know final fantasy 16 i think looks pretty good um and there's a pretty all-star uh development team behind that as well so um i i think the only kind of concern that i had with it was that a lot of these games that they showed were pretty far out um they didn't really show very much that's that's releasing um you know this year i think the big one uh, that's releasing this year that looked really good was Callisto Protocol, which, you know, another game that p- appeals to me directly because I'm a huge fan of Dead Space. Um, so it, you know, that one also very looks very high quality, looks basically just like another Dead Space, uh, which makes sense because, uh, you know, it's made by a lot of the former team that, that made Dead Space 1 and 2. So um, that's kind of like the big one for me that uh, that's actually coming out this year. Um but I, I have to wonder, you know, um, there there isn't they don't have a, a lot for um, the fall season, which is traditionally like when you know you uh, you have a lot of releases. So um, I did, also had to wonder too because uh, Capcom had announced a long time ago that uh, there was going to be uh, DLC for Resident Evil Eight. And that that didn't really make an appearance, so I'm not really quite sure what the status of the the Resident Evil 8 DLC is. Um, so it it was it was a good show overall. I think they what they showed looked really good. It's just the biggest stuff was clear into next year. So Resident Evil 4 remake, that's um, 
I think March of next year, you know, Final Fantasy Final Fantasy 16, you know, that's way into uh, um, but basically a year from now that they put it in a, a summer 2023 time frame, and you know, any of these games could could end up getting delayed as well. So, um, I, I guess it was it looked really good, but I also have to kind of wonder. Um, what what do they have for the rest of the year? Oh, I guess you know it did just occur to me they do have God of War, but um, which is kind of interesting that didn't show up, uh, which kind of suggests that maybe that that that's going to get its own state of play. Yeah, I think that's probably likely. That'll be the next one. Uh, you know, maybe August, touting it coming in the fall. Michael, what do you think? So yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I obviously liked some of the stuff they showed off. I mean, um, Resident Evil 4 Remake, I'm super excited for that, particularly if they kind of keep it. Um, uh, you know, they, they've talked about there are going to be some changes to it. Um, it's going to be a lot, a little bit darker, a more thematic, a little bit, I guess, scarier, more in line with how Resident Evil, I think, 7 and 8 have been. So I think while it's a, a remake, I think they're, they're going to attempt to make it a little bit darker um, in that sense. Um, for those who hadn't played Resident Evil 4 on Oculus 2, the VR version, it's fantastic. Um, and I think they did say that they're going to have a, a PlayStation uh, VR, um, Sony VR um, release for that too, um, which again has pretty much been a, a system seller for the Oculus. Uh, obviously Spider-Man getting a PC release, I think we're going to see this a lot more which I know is going to infuriate the uh, Sony fan boys because the whole point is they want things to stay exclusive. And I think what we're finding out is um, Sony's starting to loosen their grip on companies to allow for more um, uh, releases on, on other systems, which I think is a good thing. I think that the days of um, exclusives kind of need to go away and allow for, because um, again, exclusives are bad for everybody except for, Sony, right? They're bad for the developers because they limit their audience, and they also limit their um, the amount of money they can make selling on different systems. It's bad for gamers because then it requires people to buy into a, a specific ecosystem. Um, and again, Microsoft's been really good about um, being um, split console with PC. Um, Nintendo has always been Nintendo. I, I don't think we'll see much in the way of, of them going to PC releases. Uh, but it looks like Sony's starting to move in that direction, or at least companies that are, are working with Sony are starting to get an opportunity to do that. Um, so I think that's good. Uh, Stray, obviously, I'm a, I'm a big cat person, so Stray is one that looks really interesting to me. Um, it's coming in July, so it'll be curious to see you know, how that gameplay is, but it does look like it's coming along um, really well. One of the things uh, you know about the PSVR 2 uh, the, the games are showing, remember that doesn't necessarily mean that the hardware is ready um, and, and it wasn't displayed on a, P, it wasn't played on a PSVR 2, um, so I, I think what what that tells us is the hardware is probably coming along I know they're, they're hopeful, I think for a Christmas release, I bet we don't see that, I bet we see it pushed into to midsummer uh, next year um, which is probably why we didn't see much with the hardware um, again, I, I think the Christmas date would be um, particularly beneficial for Sony, but I bet we don't see that. I, I think right now, even if we, even if we do see a PSVR 2 release at Christmas time, it'll be a soft launch and it'll be very limited uh, on what they can get. I mean, right now there's just too many 
variables with um, you know getting hard, getting uh, everything that's required as far as components to put stuff together. Um, you know, still with you know supply chain issues. While things have have improved, other things have kind of gotten worse. Um, so I do think we're, there's going to be a, a limit there. So I think even if they do try to strive for a release, it'll be a limited release. There won't be anything available for folks. Um, so all in all, uh, to Justin's point, I, I think kind of like we talked about Bethesda and Microsoft not having a lot of releases for the fall. It looks like Sony's in the same boat. Um, maybe some spring, I mean, maybe some um, you know indie-type titles. I think spring is probably more realistic for... Uh, anything big, and it looks like maybe the Christmas season might be kind of a bust for a lot of the con- lot of the consoles already. Um, but we'll see. Uh, again, they don't always um, show their biggest stuff uh, necessarily at these things. But I would have would have thought we would have gotten more uh, coming this fall, coming this Christmas um, releases or, or at least updates um, at this one. Because again, we're in June. We're almost six months out from Christmas now, so it's getting close to that time. Um, uh, Callisto Protocol, obviously, I'm super excited about that. We'll we'll talk more about that. I hope that gets this release this year. Uh, but what we've seen is, you know, there have been challenges getting games out on time. And again, a lot of that has to do with pandemic-related stuff, getting people back in the office, um, just other things, you know, schedules being pushed back due to a lot of other stuff going on. Um, so as much as I, I hope that doesn't that doesn't shift or change. Um, Again, I'm always a big fan of I'd rather think, see things shift and change than have a, a product that's released when it's not ready. Um, so it does seem to be um, a little bit light. I don't think anybody's surprised. Or we haven't really heard much in the way of releases. Um, so so we'll see. Again, the, the remakes I'm excited for. Obviously, getting, knowing that we're going to get, uh, you know, obviously PS VR was great for Resident Evil 7. Um, so Resident Evil 8, I'm not surprised this is going to be a PSVR 2 um, remake for it. I think that's that's a that's a franchise that really excels in in that kind of genre and is a good VR seller. So I'm excited for that. But all in all, I, I think it's pretty light. Nothing really too uh, too exciting to write home about. Yeah, I think the big question is more of uh, what was not shown versus what was shown. Like you had mentioned, God of War already, so that makes sense that it's coming in a future. Um, released. You talked about Callisto Protocol, and I, of course, noticed it's got a December release, which automatically set the bells off in my head as to, boy, I could see that being pushed back into February very easily. But it also could be a simple case of we're going to set a December date, and hopefully we can have uh, you know something out there. Because, uh, as you said, it looks pretty light. I mean, next week we're getting a pretty sizable release on paper with the quarry which is the spiritual successor uh to until dawn this is a horror murder mystery i'm very curious to see how it's going to play out because until dawn was a lot of fun i enjoyed until dawn rush of blood on the um psvr i still think that was one of the better releases for the title uh but as you said when you get past that we know call of duty modern warfare 2 is coming out in october but the you know blow the doors down releases are pretty light until then and then of course you have the whole question of well what else is coming after that and i think that's going to lead into next week when we have the summer games fest and um you know right after that we have the indie showcases and then we have the um showcase from bethesda 
including stuff to follow like the um, Steam Games Fest. You're going to have the uh, Guerrilla Games Collective. You're going to have the stuff from um, uh, PC Gamer, that sort of stuff. And, of course, eventually you'll have Gamescom coming up. And so what I'm curious about is what basically we are going to be getting next week because we've had uh, like for example uh june 9th they're saying we've got the summer games fest june 12th we have the xbox and bethesda showcase to me that's a really big question mark because we already know their two big games have been pushed until next year so um you know sure we'll probably get a, a better look at them but you know uh, if you look through just look at the summer game fest partners i'm going to run through a few of them so you can kind of get an idea well we got 2k okay that could be several titles we've got activision you can pretty much bet that's call of duty um you know bandai nameco that's fine capcom we got the resident evils uh electronic arts well are you know are we going to get something new on uh, jedi survivor or are they simply going to go with the star wars celebration reveal and leave it at that. Um, you know, what I found really interesting was Netflix is announced as a partner on this. Sony was also announced as a partner. So is this going to be where Sony drops uh, something that they didn't include at the showcase? And if so, that is really interesting that they would take something away from their big showcase and use it for the Summer Game Fest. Uh, Warner Brother Games is going to be there. Uh, you know, we can kind of speculate that could be the Justice League um, you know, the um, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League game. Uh, we could have it something on Gotham Knights. And, of course, uh, you know, Xbox has something and Square Enix has stuff. So it'll be interesting to see what's there. But am I wrong in guessing that if there is stuff out there that we don't know about, which there generally is, that it seems like, unlike most years, they've done a much better job of hiding it than years past because... On paper, the pending releases seem a little slim. Uh, Michael, you uh, start us off with this. Sorry, I was having some technical difficulties. What are we starting off with? Sorry. Oh, well, basically, the upcoming Games Fest seem pretty... While there's a lot of companies involved, uh, what we know that's due to come out in the next year or so... Is this going to be basically a deeper look at what we already know, or have they done a phenomenal job at hiding things uh, more so than previous years? Because usually, especially this close to a showcase, there's always some kind of leak about, oh, this is coming, and this is coming, and that's coming. Yeah, and Summer Games Fest to me has always been kind of about expanding on what we already know. Um, I, I'm trying to think if there's ever been any huge new announcements at Summer Game Fest. Um, and 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 I would I would be surprised if Sony held back something specific for Summer Game Fest. Although, um, you know, we talked about God of War, and there wasn't really a focus on that um, at the State of Play. So maybe uh, that's something they're holding off for uh, Summer Games Fest. Uh, but yeah, usually that's been an opportunity to kind of ex ex you know expand on what we know is coming. Um, maybe some announcements, but I don't think it'll be announcements for you know the fall. Uh, I would be surprised only because you're right. I mean, typically, um, with with the way things are today, and that was one of, that's always been one of the arguments about you know going back to an E3 is it's really hard to keep um, surprises available anymore, right? I mean, yes, they do happen, 
um, it is possible we're going to see something that has been kept under wraps and that we're not aware of. Uh, but, but in this day and age, it's so hard to do that anymore. I mean, you can kind of argue, I guess, you know, two different ways on that. One is some people like the excitement of a, of a trailer dropping before it's supposed to. Um, some people obviously get excited about um, leaked gameplay, that sort of thing. Uh, to me, I think that kind of spoils the event to a point where what's the point of going? If all this stuff's being leaked um, in advance, there's really no reason to sit through a presentation, um, you know, see it again, right? So I, I think it does kind of take away some of the, the thunder from events like this. Um, so I do, I do think with, um, I would be surprised if we see anything particularly new, but what wouldn't surprise me is we get to see either um, surprise announced dates, maybe something we are exploring expecting to see until, you know, next year, maybe he's going to get a release date this year. Um, a lot of times we will see, um, you know, maybe a, a DLC that wasn't, wasn't, that we didn't know was coming will be announced. Um, maybe something that doesn't quite carry the weight of, of, of finding leaks for it. Um, a remaster, maybe a release of a game on PC that was, um, you know, an exclusive at one point. Um, those types of things. You know, again, Spider-Man remastered. I mean, I, we all knew that was coming to PC. I think at some point it, it wasn't really a new thing. Um, and there are others uh, that, that might fall into that category. So I think we might see some of those things. Um, but I, I don't expect that it will necessarily blow our socks off as far as, as releases. I'm still interested to see, you know, there will be a lot of indie titles, I think, that are going to be kind of a focus on that too. Um, but we'll kind of see if there's anything like any major tentpole type announcements that we haven't already heard about yeah uh definitely definitely justin your take please yeah so um you know the usually the way this worked with when e3 was around was uh usually like the month or so before e3 there was like a whole bunch of leaks um and i, I won't speculate on you know motive but uh there is always like that um there is always like the uh the sense that maybe some of this was like part of marketing because uh, it was it was pretty much like clockwork like usually the month before e3 you'd get like some rumors and leaks you know and maybe it's like somebody who works at the company you know is just really excited about it and you know ends up t t telling somebody and it, and it leaks out you know it might not even be on purpose but um but typically that's how that worked and you know, then you'd get the big event. And I think basically what, what the kind of situation we're in now is um, there, we sort of do have E3 still. I think the biggest announcements still kind of happen right around June, um, but they happen through all these different showcases uh, instead of one, one big event. Um, so my guess is that the reason why we haven't really seen any leaks is like either, you know, A, it really could be that there's just not as much... Um, for these companies to show this year um for for later in the year or or b you know maybe they're just keeping it closer to the chest this year um and we will get su surprises you know i think both are pop like either situation's possible um you know you never know like what um what might be just around the corner with with some of these events so uh, I'm I'm really interested to see just because you know it's been mentioned a couple times. It just really does seem like this November is is relatively light um, in terms of not not just November, but you know this 
uh, fall season, which usually is the biggest season for uh, video game releases, um, it just sort of seems relatively light compared to, to most years. Um, so I, I'm interested to see, you know, I, I really do think that we could end up getting some, some bigger surprises uh, right around the corner. I am curious if they're going to perhaps play the uh, DLC up a little bit. Like if there's certain high profile games that are going to be getting new DLC, they could play that out because it, it's always that tricky aspect of, you know, Michael and I used to discuss this a lot at E3 that every now and then you'd see a company that really didn't have too much new to show, but they would be there because there was always the optics about you don't want to be missing out and companies would get wise about, well, we're, you know, we may not have anything AAA coming to show, but we're going to put out, um, you know, some kind of DLC or something, because it's always about having something new, uh, because let's be honest, this, you know, there are so many developers now compared to what there was just 10 years ago, and uh, people can distribute their games directly on the internet. Now they don't need to go through uh, publishers to get the games out so as such you you know you have competition and it's easy to uh, make you know there's even more people fighting for their games to be seen but you know you hit it so well on the head that it's just like I'm looking at what is scheduled for this year and you know I, I'm trying to filter out what it would interest me versus what would interest the general public but you know, I, I'm looking at, at like July. I don't see any title in July that uh, interests me. I don't see anything in August. I mean, you know, yeah, there's going to be people that are going to be excited over Saints Row. I, but I, I'm really not excited about a new Madden. And, you know, I, I'm curious about a Destroy All Humans reboot. But, I mean, that would be more of a pleasant diversion than a, oh, you know, epic thing. I know that the Nintendo people in September are probably going to be thrilled about Splatoon 3. But, you know, again, this is not a genre-defining moment. Uh, you get into October and, you know, you get Gotham Knights and Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 and, you know, those will do some stuff. You get into November and the only things on the schedule are two Pokemon games. And then we get to December and, you know, we've got the Callisto Protocol, Hello Neighbor 2, Stalker 2, Heart of Chernobyl. That's nice, but there's nothing there that really... Um, you know, lights things up. And then, of course, you have the whole thing about the games that haven't been announced. And, you know, that'll be interesting. And, I, you know, some ideas that come to mind is you got Company of Heroes 3. Uh, you've got Destiny 2, Lightfall. Of course, you know, Diablo Immortals out right now. Uh, will we get some news on when Diablo 4 is going to come? I don't think anybody's expecting it this year. I know Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed is due this year, and that looks like a lot of fun. You know, we've already talked about God of War, uh, Ragnarok, and, you know, and so, again, we're back to, okay, this is great, Marvel's Midnight Suns, all right, we already know about this, and you keep going down the list, and it's like, okay, we know about all these things, where's the, oh my god, I wasn't expecting that, and it completely blew me away um, title, and I just don't see it there, so... Either there's something out there that they've done a masterful job of hiding, and it does happen. I mean, we have had games come out. Uh, I mean, just recently, Fallout 4, none of us knew anything about that, and they dropped it at the showcase and said, oh, it's going to be out this November, and sure enough, it was. I mean, 
before that, I think the best example I ever had was uh, Red Alert, where they announced it and then said it'll be out in six weeks. And we all thought, yeah, right. And sure enough, it made it out in six weeks. But it, it's going to be interesting. It is going to be really interesting. And I, I just hope for the sake of the industry that there are some really good things here because there's nothing I hate more than, you know, Michael, you remember two years ago when everything was in chaos, when you had these people rolling out, let's just say a lot of uninspired stuff. And they were talking, you know, the talking heads were all out there playing it up like it was the be all and end all of the gaming industry. And it's like, this is a indie game with 1990s gameplay and graphics, and I'm supposed to be excited over it. You know, not not my thing. So I, I'm really hoping there's something big. Otherwise, it's going to be a lot of playing, uh, you know, games and hoping for DLC into the into the early part. But then again. Uh, I do think next year, though, we're going to hit the ground running because just imagine what February could look like with, you know, Dead Space and Starflight and then other titles coming. So, you know, we'll see. I guess that's the beauty of it is that we have these events coming up. Well, gentlemen, I think that's going to do it for us today. So until next week, everybody, please take care. And uh, we'll talk to you later when we recap uh, the big reveals from next weekend.